So we talked about false dominance. We talked about surface dominance, talked about like fake toxic doms subs. Mm -hmm. I think we should talk about some qualities of maybe fake doms and then we'll do fake subs. Okay. And I want to talk about from the perspective of someone who's like more experienced and someone who's sinister inexperienced because you know just because right. someone's experienced doesn't mean that they're great so let's let's talk about that a little bit like we did okay. we just we did just say a lot of red flags but specifically okay narrow it down to the two <clears throat> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Kink Positive Podcast. I'm That Bad Teacher. And I'm Master Arch. We're a dominant sub from opposite sides of the country that come together every week to share our love of kink and BDSM. And we'll be sharing our perspectives as a professional dom and a professional educator. This podcast will contain adult topics and themes, so consider yourself warned. We hope to lend our perspectives as kink professionals, but we are not therapists or medical professionals. Follow us on Instagram at Kink Positive Podcast, at Elemental Kink, and at That Bad Teacher. My Twitter is at All for Arch, and you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash kinkpositivepodcast for ad-free video episodes. Okay, so top three um, for a dom. Show me, show me inexperience. Number one, you think that's the number one answer of it? what makes a toxic dom inexperience yeah that's the number one answer yes sure okay. yeah okay what makes a okay. toxic dom in, in inexperience with the combination of presenting of having experience i mean just being inexperienced i don't sure. think makes someone's toxic hiding that you're inexperienced we're all inexperienced at one thing or another or at some point you know i mean again and people okay. can embrace that okay number to answer show me inability to drop your ego are these for new guys or both or older guys or no both? we're just doing toxic doms toxic doms okay all together top three, um top three yeah inability to drop your ego and emotional and again and by emotional i don't mean like not you know not being able to manage manage your emotions well okay reactive right you know okay reactive like you said because we're just talking about ego and being questions mm -hmm. like people who respond yeah. negatively to that okay so then Ali, what's the number three answer of for toxic toxic thumbs yeah mm, i think a big one is in, inability to admit shortcomings or fault or apologize or recognize themselves in that way maybe that goes like an ego thing but yeah i would see that as more of an ego that's an ego okay. thing not being able to not being able to, to do to yeah no but i mean yeah. it happens agreed i guess agreed. the other thing that's really toxic this is also again an obvious thing that doms that jump into relationships really quickly that you know hide behind do that sinister thing i was just talking about and hide behind the roles and use that power exchange to manipulate people from the top. Yeah. I don't know why most people don't be like, when they're like being trained, be like, 
where did you learn that? Where there was something that old girl used to say a lot when she heard something that didn't really jive with what she believed in, but it gave credence enough that it validated what was just said. And it was, that's a very interesting point of view you have around that. And I think that statement is really like. Toxic? Yeah, I mean, everything that came out of her mouth was toxic, but I mean. I think like, that's kind of a toxic just acknowledging thing to say. What's an interesting point of view? Whatever someone would say, like it's when somebody says something that you don't, it's passive aggressive as fuck that's what i mean yeah like you don't want to get involved with the conversation mm -hmm. but you want to give credence to it's like bless your heart but why are you bringing this up because because i said that that because i named that that is what i think is sinister people who use power yeah yeah you think that's an interesting point of view No, no i just think that the whole concept of like using words that on the surface i'll use this again on the surface look validating yes but underlying means something totally different and but it means fuck you the fuck right off you know like something totally different that what repeat it something different that totally means something different and condescending and the example I'm giving is the word, the, the phrase, bless your heart in the South. Yeah. It's like, if you say something, they'll say, bless your heart. And what it means is, fuck you. Right. So I think this is a really beautiful example of a toxic person mm-hmm. or things to say that are very closed off, not looking for understanding. And, you know, again, if this is someone you're not going to engage with, if you're like, oh, I'm into this and I don't know, I can't think I was, all of my examples are like way too awful to say out loud. But if you think, you know, if you come across someone and they have a different point of view than you and you're like, oh, I'm never going to be with this person. Like, cool. It's an interesting point of view. Like, nice to meet you. Have a great day. Like, bye. That's yes, one thing. That's but, if you're, but if you're going to be saying like, that's an interesting point of view to be and like having that type of like blocking of like I'm not I don't want to get to know more and like whatever and like you're really stopping the progress of the relationship Mm -hmm. so I think that that's a toxic I think like if a dom were to say that super toxic like if you're telling like you know that like think about it in that sense and like when Mm -hmm. and it is an interesting point of view that doms do this I think it's an interesting point of view on their part I think the the kind of fucking mind you have to have to be that type of person to step into power exchange when you're not equipped for it when you're a power hungry loser and then use that because you're having a midlife crisis and need to feel good about yourself and then saying Mm -hmm. words and telling people they're your sub and because of that like they need to behave this way and like manipulating someone that way for your ego or for to get pussy is like just so embarrassing and or dick like, or dick you know, is, the example i'm giving here is female so <laughs> yes embarrassing and oh yeah right to to get laid 
really, really embarrassing and and sinister because these power structures already exist within what we're doing. And yeah, not only I mean, to get laid, but to get service out of submissives, out of money, whatever. Anything. I mean, yeah. the, anything, you know, and with no regard to what that does to somebody like the, the, okay. no, no care of the destructive path. That's what I mean by saying, like, not being able to say sorry, not being able to even okay. like say, you know, okay. identify or say those things. So, so I do the the first two we have up the third answer i would say show me master manipulators mm -hmm. that would be a good word to cover all those people that are able to like shape shift and be what they need to be within the you know like yes and we're saying it goes both ways right so these top three answers we're using for both doms and subs okay yes is that now what we're, we're doing? gonna go to subs yeah we're well, doing the top three for doms Oh, okay. I thought we were relating each one, the, each of those three to both, because just based on the well, master right. manipulator thing too can go from the top or the bottom, right? So sure. someone, someone sure. could, someone could ma manipulate from the top. Someone could very, very easily manipulate from the bottom as well. Mm -hmm. However, and this is something that you work on in coaching, and this is something that you work on with yourself in life. Manipulators, people who are manipulative, need someone who is malleable and who is open yes. and susceptible to that. So you have a responsibility to yourself to notice these patterns and red flags early, as early as you can and get out, you know, um, because they need someone be, who's open to that. It would be interesting to see the statistics on how many people are in that industry that are narcissistic and are just using that for source. What industry? Like the coaching industry and like the finding of malleable people to share your message with and like subscribe oh, yes. to, like how many people are in that to just, I mean, just, well, because, yeah. well, because so the person that we're talking about now, can I say this? Is this is someone who's a coach who we think is like not a great coach? Can I say that? I mean, just using the word old girl. Yeah, whatever. Well, we're talking about toxic dumb sub toxic coaching toxic coaching definitely happens this person is someone who's who promotes themselves as an authority and something they don't know much about right so yeah, right so right so again that goes back to everything we said before like investigating in the journey and the process and what you did to get to that point and whatever picking out coaches right but yes coaches also look for malleable people or toxic mm -hmm. coaches look for malleable people but it's almost a little too easy to use buzzwords like oh, absolutely to manipulate people like divine feminine or divine masculine like if i came on and i was like said to women that like i'm gonna help you connect with your divine feminine and attract your divine masculine whatever and i'm not saying that those two concepts i'm not saying that divine whatever doesn't exist that femininity and masculinity don't exist or whatever i'm not making any kinds of claims in that sense but i'm saying that people will use those buzzwords whatever yeah. it is attachment styles right. i'll teach yes. you how to do that you know right no trigger intended the word coach is a buzzword i hate that i hate that word i don't like healer, being called a, i don't like being called a coach healer coach Ugh. is another one basically anyone who wears one of those wide brim hats can't be trusted mm -hmm. and this is just my yeah. own personal vetting process but like anyone who wears one of those wide brim hats and like lots of bracelets i definitely wouldn't listen to about king right. no, <laughs> well anyone <laughs> or anything that is giving you authoritative advice on kink that can't say 
there are so many different ways of doing this. This is just my perspective. Well, some people want to peddle themselves and their brand and their methods. And some people want to help people discover their own, which is where being an educator. That's what a coach should do. That's what a coach should do. Uh, And yeah, well, I I know I don't like the word coach either, but like in being an educator and, you know, someone who worked in education, that's something that I, I'm okay to answer questions about myself with clients. I do see that there needs to be like transparency there, you know, but they're coming to me for my advice and my input about them and their situation, which which is going to be wildly unique and different than mine. The transformative process of you're going to do all the work and all, all the practice and all the things. I'm just going to be on the sidelines shouting at you being like, hey, take third base, you know, like teaching you the idiosyncrasies of the game to get you ready in a minor league level to next go to the World Series. And you meet people who are at minor league level. You meet people who are on the bench every game. You meet people Mm -hmm. that are late to the game and never showed up and they're basically Mm -hmm. getting kicked off the team. You're getting people who are afraid to even sign up for the team and put their name on the sheet because they're too scared about to even try, you know? So you get people in all different phases of this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I see it when I hear the word coach. Well, no, it's a great, it's a great analogy. It's a sports analogy. I mean, absolutely makes sense. I hate Um, sports. I hate sports, but so but, but it works but sports analogies make sense here also like the word journey was something that you know i've seen so much in kink like my kink journey and the, and in the beginning i used to think like oh like that's so cheesy like a journey like you're going on a quest like it sounds like a video game like what is this like oh like so cheesy but it you really are and it really mm-hmm. is quite accurate yep. so when we think of a journey a journey isn't something short a journey isn't a trip it's not a weekend, you it's know, not a vacation. It's not it's, a vacation. It's generally arduous. It's generally, you beautiful. know, like beautiful. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah. Just there's snakes, there's peril, there's, you know, there's correct. And what do you do? Vacation. You know, what do you do when you're going on a journey? Like, well, let's say the journey is, I don't know what might be a journey, like climbing. Well, you're claiming something. A journey usually has a destination. Sometimes you don't know mm-hmm. where it is, right? But like a journey might be like climbing a mountain, cross-country road trip, right? It's also think- purposeful. It's also purposeful. There is yes, a purpose dear. to the journey. Yes, right. So. so there is an intended goal in mind and that goal might shift. You might be on your way to California and say like, oh, I want to stop in, you know, I want to stop in Vegas now. And I didn't plan that when I came out here. So when you're getting ready for a journey, you don't just say like, oh, I'm going on a road trip now. and like, grab your keys and like get in your car. You plan and you pack and you say, who's been down this road before? Does anyone know what's cool down here? You know, what town should I stop in? And all of that prep that goes into it, it could be really hard to do when you're new by yourself and in a state of confusion or need right. or, you know, navigation. So it's good to have do like a, think... a, a ways direction for that. I'll come on. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you think Lewis I'll come and on Clark GP... would have like, yeah, Lewis and Clark would have benefited greatly from Yelp before GPS. they came out to the North. Yeah, you GPS need- because or... like, Pocahontas was extra friendly and helped us get to where we needed to go. Highly recommended. Oh my God, I cannot even, I can't. (laughs) See the Columbia River. See the Columbia River from for people's land. We've now switched roles and I'm over here just like, I can't do it. Face palming. Face palming. No. 
I hear you. Yes. Or if we're going to go back to our old internet days, just for fun, like a map quest direction. So it's like, that's the question too. Like, so you're meeting, you're meeting someone. This is, this is what it is, you guys. Okay. Is everyone listening? So this is what it is. So you're meeting someone and you're on a journey and they're on a journey. You need to ask them about their journey and what are they doing? It's like, oh, are are you using MapQuest? Are you so out of touch that someone had to fax you like a handwritten <laughs> note? Do you have, do you have a, a map in your glove box? Are you relying on technology more? Like how are you getting around on yeah. your journey? What did you do to yeah. prepare for this journey? Like, would you get in the car with someone who was just like, oh, I'm gonna go, let's go right now. Or go skydiving well, with someone that never took a skydiving safety class. It's like, And you no. know what the best part of that analogy is? I don't is know. That tell me um that when you meet someone you're coming from this direction they're coming from the opposite direction you meet you talk about your journey and then you can ask them since you've been where i haven't been what can you tell me about what lies ahead for me and since you're going in the direction that I just came from, what can I offer you as word of caution if, to where if you're, you're going? If you're passing in that yeah. way, yes. Yeah. If that yeah. is the, which some, which some can or cannot happen. Like, I'm not sure in what situation that would be, but I guess like maybe just experience wise, but also mm -hmm. like if you are passing, like, you know, your friends, right? Like people, that's a really great, that's a really great way where that might happen. You know what I mean? Like you might be going, but also in someone's kink. already done, but also in your kink, your kink, you your kink people, friends. Yes. Your kink right. friends. I mean, yeah. You're not at the same place. You're all right. at different places, but totally. you choose to meet each other in the middle. And it's like, Hey, I just saw where you came from. I've never been there. What are those big things? Mountains, you call them? Okay, what do I need to worry about going over mountains? That's the other thing too. It's like, well, oh, nice to like, nice to see you. Like, how has it been so far? What if, like, you know, oh, exactly. you, were, you were in those mountains. What was that like? Mm -hmm. Do you have pictures? And finding mm -hmm. finding those things out. Yeah. Right. And then seeing and the like mountain people can be like, what's the valley like? You know, right. And then I was you... up there and now I'm down here. And that's where the com you know, part compatibility, part you know, compromise and looking at the big picture and like, well, where are we, go you know, where am I going? Where is this? What's your end goal? Like, that's another thing right. I ask a lot. Like that's one of my vetting questions is like, what's your, what's your like immediate type goals? Like, what are you trying to quell mm -hmm. or deal with? Like right now, like get a bandaid on something and look, what do you, you know, where do you want to go from there? What so I long term meeting yeah. someone and saying like, yeah, are we both going to end up in California anyway? Like, or are we not like, you know, and you yeah, should we, should, we, should we carpool? <laughs> That's awesome. Should I always want to hear a funny. I always want to hear. No, let's take an Uber. Let's take an Uber. We'll yeah, let's take an um, Uber. <laughs> Uber Max. Um, when I first started doing Findom, someone told me I needed to have a five-year plan. And I took that so literally that my goal was to have at least five years rent and savings. Mm -hmm. Like, that's mm -hmm. what they meant by it. Like, you need to have five years. And it's just like, okay. Like, it wasn't any other goal, but just to have five years worth of rent saved up. Like, looking, it was just. Looking ahead like that is so important and learning from where you've been to where you want to mm -hmm. go. Yeah. And yeah, that's a really good place to, it's a really good place to be in. Power of manifestation. Do you have one more you wanted to add? What were you going to say? I was going to say, I think we do a good job covering both perspectives. I like how you bring things back to the FinDom professional stuff and how I talk more about like, like more relational 
personal relationships and you're talking about professional, because I'm hoping that that answers a lot of questions for everybody. And like, just to, and also just to remember that too, this is a good time to make this note. This is a good time to make this note that not all of our, what we're saying goes both ways. Like the advice that you might have on a professional standpoint, or that I might have on a personal standpoint might not translate. So just as always, your mileage may vary and take what yeah. works for you and like cherry pick what we're saying that makes sense because like Arch might be giving advice in professional terms to do one thing one way. That doesn't mean that it's going to translate to your personal relationships. Just want to say that. Right. And all the fin noms are looking for someone to give them the ropes. Listen to our fucking show because I give out trade secrets. Let's talk about some qualities of submissive. Top three, top top three. three toxic submissive qualities. What do you think? Number one answer is. I think a big one for both is inconsistency. Okay. That's, but that's not what I put, put first. So let me actually okay. read to you my top three. I feel like, I don't know. Okay. I feel like I'm going to get canceled. I feel like I'm coming after my own like people and I don't want to do that. But like I, some of the subs I see, like when we talk about surface type stuff, just like you had said mm-hmm. with the Dom, when you're just standing there holding a impact toy that doesn't make you a dom just because like you're kneeling and taking hot pictures of yourself like might not make you a sub like depending on your definition of things and I feel like I don't want to feel like be like stepping on toes or making people feel like they are like othered or not part of something but I've just come to know submission after so much time and work that I think that I think that a lot of times just like there are fake doms, like we're like this whole show is about there's fake doms, there's fake subs. Okay. I just have to say it. So um, my top three are expectant, lazy, and inconsistent. That's perfect. I think those are the, those are things to watch out perfect. for, for, um, yeah. from for have, tops to watch out for from the bottom. I have nothing to add to that except that yes, yes, and yes. Good call. You want a new car. I should. <laughs> should top three car. answers. You nailed them. You nailed them. Good one. Good so, one. so expectant. Yeah. So what does that mean for you as, as a top? I mean, like maybe um, expectant as a top, seeing that in a sub being right. a toxic trait. Damn, that was a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, expectant that immediately we're going to work at their level and not our level. Mm. Because I feel that kink frenzy is real and when you meet that person that you connect with you want to do all the things all the time Mm -hmm. and I think that patience and like calmness with yourself to just be like now I'm in the care of another and we're going to do all those things without expectation like they've they've thoroughly heard me as to what I'm into and what I want to do but expecting someone to act a certain way or expecting someone to meet you at that place of frenzy. And next week I want to do a flogging and then I want to do a daddy scene. And then I want to do a, you know, and it's like Mm -hmm. just the expectancy and the, I I feel that there's a rush about that, that there's like, you have to be a certain type of, they're putting you in a place that you don't like, hey, wait, whoa. Let's- I think it becomes, I think there's a difference between that type of like, you know, like you said, frenzy is real and excitement is real on both ends, on all ends, but it, it becomes the expectancy when the, the boundary's been established and the behavior is not changing. So mm-hmm. that's like, that's a, a almost a, you want to be careful there. Like you're saying, um, someone who's like, I want to do this and this and this, like if you've expressed you know, okay, like one thing at a time, we're going slow. And then it continues to be 
you know, a conversation that has Mm -hmm. to be had over and over again. That's where like the expectancy comes in and the expectancy also that my needs are paramount to yours are more important than yours. And like, so these are the things that I want. And you're like, you had said the other day, like you're a Dom dispenser. So I, you know, I'm putting in the the code and I want this thing. And it's like, it's not always that easy. So the expectancy or the expectancy that someone will change or, Mm -hmm. you know, the, uh, the expectancy, like you said, in the rate of things. So I think that's, I think there's a Mm -hmm. difference between genuine excitement and that, like, I have to sit on my hands and I can't do it. Cause like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I want all the things versus like expecting things to go your way, expecting things mm-hmm. to be easy. I think that's an expecting, expecting things to there be not to be any work, they're expecting there not to be any work. And this is what I want to say lazy. too. And lazy is your number two answer. So it feeds right into lazy. I think, I think there are certain, what I can say is that I think there are certain roles in kink that really allow for laziness that people lean into in that way and it might not always be the something that they're very like upfront about like if you're like if you're trying to be lazy and you're calling it that and you know you're having that conversation but i think there are definitely roles in kink like i like submissive i guess is kind of one of them where you think it's like this passive thing like i have a post about that like where yeah passiveness is you assume that it's passive it is it is a investment in a lot of hard work and again something to note your antennas could go up if you're if this is not if this if your dom is always giving what you what you want and you've never you know had to work a day in your life and you're you know what i mean like things are just like from the beginning like like very frenzy that's a great sign you know that like oh maybe this is moving too fast or might not be great or the intent might be not there for are you playing the long game or the short game that's like my thing too like same 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 you know i'm down i'm down for the i'm down yeah i'm down for the long game i've in my vanilla relationships i've been like that and i think that that's a conversation sorry let me yell at the dogs hang on sorry about that okay and Um, what's your number three what was your number three answer so we said expectant lazy and inconsistent okay yeah yeah inconsistency is something that we all struggle with and not every day is going to be a good day. And if you feel like you can't fulfill your obligations, then, you know, or show up or yeah. show exactly. I was going to just exactly took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, if you're feeling like you can't fulfill your obligations or you can't show up in that space, there's nothing wrong with saying that and what it is, but yeah. Spoiler you, you, alert. Nobody's going to tell you this, but even in 24, seven TPE, there's still off days. There's still days where you don't want to be that property. You don't want to be that whatever. This is where having a day off comes in really handy. And that's a frequency that people could decide for themselves. Maybe they want one day a week, one day a month, one day every six months, one day a year, whatever, one hour every week. However, you decide to dice up your time to give yourself an off time and an off day. what What is one day or one hour to take a break to come back full yeah totally if it's gonna be if it's gonna make it better yeah Mm -hmm. stepping away you got to fill your own cup you know and that's the other thing too is that i think people forget like we're talking about lazy inconsistent expectant same things in vanilla relationships people some sometimes we don't we have to remember that relationships are work like yes relationships are fun yes relationships are good relationships require work So you need someone who's going to be able to put in work into getting to know you on both ends, on either end, on any end, on all the ends. These are very interchangeable. 
everything is interchangeable. Every, yes, everything we're saying, we are trying to, to put it under one column and the other, but it doesn't really matter because these things, there's crossover everywhere. Someone that's willing mm-hmm. to put in the work, relationships are work. And the more relationships you have, the more work it is and the less time and energy you can give to different things. So like we all mm-hmm. have to, I think that's the other thing too, that we don't talk about always like you were talking about frenzy. We recognize that we have full lives. We recognize that kink is part of our lives. Relationships are part of our lives. So we have the energy and the person who we are at work, who we are with family, who we are in kink and the energy that we have for relationships. We don't have unlimited access to domliness, unlimited access to, um, energy for relationships, you know, like there are some relationships that's like, okay, I'm working, you're working. I could see you Friday nights and Saturday nights and, you know, and figuring out like times Mm -hmm. for things, but then remember Mm -hmm. like, you know, cause you're designating how much time and energy can I put into dating this person, whatever, any of these things you're designating that time for that. And the more it's split up, the more it's split up. So it's like, there's a part of us volumes it speaks volumes about a person's character more so than how they can throw a flogger, how they effectively deal with time management. How do they deal with real time issues that will affect your relationship and put them into play? Yeah. Time anybody, management. Anybody can throw a flogger, but if and you're anybody could kneel. At time management and if you're sloppy at time management, your relationship is doomed. Right, if that's you're a- sloppy at these other things, throw a flogger, you know, kneel, like you said, like right. doesn't Me- make you any. And people want to over identify, but I'm, or, or people want something to identify with. Like you said, wearing a collar doesn't make you a this or wearing, wearing this doesn't make you. And again, it's all in your own eyes. Like maybe to you, that's what it is. But that's, again, that's why we're using the word surface that I don't see that. I see it as accessories and aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I look for too, are people, in it for the aesthetic is it so they can have an instagram page that's curated for this is it like you know are they ever talking about any deeper end of it or is it all just like here's the fetish stuff look how flashy and cool it is my number one answer on suburdom two not grounded no no foundation in reality not grounded what have your experiences been like with that we only have a couple more minutes <laughs> like, like not i think i mean i think being grounded a, is a good quality to have in a person i think it could be a little hard to tell if someone else is grounded because it's such a personal thing so again how they handle fear how they handle crisis how they handle being interrogated how they handle being asked questions how they handle responding to questions how they handle being vulnerable with the question you well know? you said something like, really good there too about reality being reality based, based. And not always living in the online space or living in your head or living on what ifs, but having concrete things that you're moving towards this thing. I think that's something else I see a lot online, or at least it seems that way to me that there are people that are really just okay and happy in that stage of like writing fanfic or like sharing, sharing that stuff. And like, they're not, you know, moving out of that. And like, again, that's something I might see as a little bit more surface surface. And in my pro-dom work, one of my standby is I am the voice of reality in people's fantasy lives. And you have to be 
in a pro space and you have to be in a personal space too, because there is that like, oh my gosh, we could do all these fun, cool things. I would like to do this with you and this and this. And it's fun to fantasize and it's fun to talk about those things, but uh, getting down to the brass tacks, like, well, that sounds really fun, but you know, remember we haven't even negotiated the basics yet. So it's going to be a long time until we get to there. Like I'm finding myself having to have that conversation. And then how do they react to the patients? How do they react to being patient and facing the reality that they have to be patient for this? Also, something I'd like to say about inconsistency from the bottom as well is bottoms that like break, roll, like just kind of recklessly break consent or, you know, think that somehow because it's coming from the bottom and not from the top, that it's not as serious. The inconsistency in following. Brats. Sorry. The the inconsistency. Allergies are killing me. But bratting is negotiated. So like, like there, that's a whole thing, but like. It's yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just Listen, saying. That's all. The inconsistency and in following through with what you said that you were going to do with what you agreed upon. I had someone sure, recently sure. say to me, I agree. I know I agreed to this, but I only agreed to it because I just wanted to make you happy and say yes, but never actually do the thing. And it's like, well, then you shouldn't be in submission then because you don't even have the most basic foundational skills as a fucking human being to navigate anything that makes any sense, please. And thank you. Goodbye. And this is why it's so hard to find fucking good people these days, because you really need to like, you got to know when to start over. But but yeah, just breaking consent from the bottom in that way, I think is something that happens all the time. And, And also a lot of my dumb friends have talked about and I've experienced now I could say being like used for your dominance mm-hmm. happens. Yep. being fetish. stolen from yep. yeah. fetish dispenser. Yeah. Not, not People fun. Projecting what they want from you. And toxic doms will do that to subs too, and expect you to be a sub dispenser and, right. you know, say right. the things and go through the motions and, and, and all that. So yep. watch out for that. Bastards. Yep. Anything else besides a big fuck you to the to the people that we are able calling to out get? Here. The, 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 no, not but, even calling out the, the real life examples of yeah, fuckery. Yeah, it's a call out to them. It's not. I mean, it's it happens everywhere because they act that way. You know, it's a call out because, like, you know, there are people that act this way. They don't know they're acting this way. So yeah, I'll, I'll join that bandwagon and send a big fuck you out to every single one of them. I think they know, I think they know exactly what they're Good. doing. Good. And I think that's what makes it the most sinister. And that that's what makes me like, fuck you. That's your fuck you. That's my catch me outside. How about that? You know, <laughs> like sin, sinister, sinister in an intentional way to like mislead with this, like, you know what I mean? Like with kink, like with something that we all mind, body, soul, this is a huge fucking thing. Like, yeah, like no. let's not. The Let's idea not. of you calling her out in a way of like catch me outside kind of way makes me extremely happy. I was thinking of actually, cool. I was thinking of a different face to punch, but listen, I could, I am down. I'm at your service for that. That makes, that makes me so happy. I don't ever so want to meet that woman. I, I have, I already have, you know, I mean, yes. she doesn't want to meet me either, but check yep. out my Instagram and you know, when come you're ready for when you're ready to see what a real coach looks like, come find me. Don't even. I'm not, what, I don't, I'm not trying saying? to. Is that no, what you're saying? 
No, because I don't need, I'm an educator. I really need to stop using coach. I am an educator. I am an actual educator right. in the world. And yeah, no, but right. lots of things like that cross my mind. I, I don't want your, her to your, your pinky, your pinky has more coaching experience than her whole being. My friends have always told me that I just gave you I a could compliment. Be, I just gave you a compliment. Thank you for saying my pinky has more coach likeness than her whole body. Is that what you whole thought? Being. I appreciate that. Your appreciate fingernail, your yeah. fingernail has more than her. Look how small being. it is. Yeah. Not um, on your middle finger. Thank you how very much. That? Thank you very much. What else? How do we end it? We end it by just saying that we've identified traits, both interchangeable to dom and sub, which are toxic, but narrowing it down to three. I really did like your approach, your game board approach there to narrow down all these qualities in doms I, and I'll subs. be interested to see what our listeners give as answers for this. Yes, topic. give us your three, top three toxic of dom, top three toxic of sub or surface, but wherever you want to raise it. Or you're going to post this. You're going to post that before this episode we, so we get their answers and yeah. then we'll hear the episode. Okay, yes. Cool. But also, I want to encourage people that are just hearing it now that they, you know, of course, always interact with us. Tell us, tell us where we went wrong. Or yeah, what, like, please. Something. But please people have been great. Yeah. Yeah. People have been great. And the best thing you guys could do for us right now, if you enjoy our podcast at all, even a little bit, I know it might be hard if you're not someone who's like out about kink, but even if you want to make us sound like weirdos, promote our podcast. So like, I know a lot of people can't just say to all their family and friends, like, Hey, I heard that this new podcast about kink. If you want to blame it on us being weird, you could totally be like, Oh my God. I heard my friends talking about this podcast. They talk about like sex. It's so weird. Like I would never be into that, but just promote it any way you can. Yep. Like we just yep. need more new listeners. Put it on your story, send it to someone anonymously, put it wherever you could share yeah. our story, do it. Follow at King positive podcast on Instagram, share it, all the stuff, please, please, please. Yeah. Find us everywhere. All right, guys. Oh, we have to say our little thing. Yep. Um, all right, everybody, don't forget to stay kinky and stay positive. And see you next Tuesday, cunts. That cool. I've seen. Cut, cut that out of the podcast. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> That's I will. terrible. I will. That's awful. Sorry. So, yeah, I will. I'm not going to leave it in, but like, I know you feel that way. I know you feel, I know you way. feel that way. Yes. So. so, oh, we had a feelings moment. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're in wrap up. It's two o'clock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>